Hello, that guy over there was Joel Young. My name is Tommy Velez, and this is episode 40 of No Low Time. That's right. It's Joel Young here. <laughs> oh, bad. Good to be with you, man. We're here just keeping it rolling. We keep cranking out these episodes. This is my favorite time, man, just to sit here and just talk about fun stuff, man. We need this. This is good for us. You know, we uh, we have a lot of fun here. Yeah. It's our time to shut down everything else. Concentrate on giving you guys good content. Talk about the stuff that we care, we care about and have some fun. Why not? Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. can have fun, you have fun with this, I hope. So, you know, laugh around or you're listening in your car or you're watching our videos or whatever, you know, just, just sit back and enjoy no load time. Absolutely. Joe, what's up? What do we up to, man? Um, I, I got a lot to talk about, but so I'm giving you the uh, the rundown first. Yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet because I really don't have much, and I really want to get into your stuff because I'm really excited to dive into that stuff. But um, really, the only thing I have is just another uh, Jessica Jones update. You know, I'm now just uh, two episodes behind the final episode, and uh, it's it's now started to pick up some more momentum. It's definitely started to grow on me more. I think I came in with um, some different expectations, and when you watch it, uh, you know, it, it it's it's definitely something where you have to have realistic expectations in the sense of, you know, like I've talked before about the high stakes and the, you know, the next level in your Jessica Jones. It's not that kind of second season. It's actually more of a season that takes us back a little bit in order for it to go forward. But it's okay. It's not it's a it's 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 good. It's not that it's bad. It's just a different thing. Um so I think now that I've kind of okay, I've gone through a few episodes. I understand where they're going with it. I my expectations have been tampered with it. Um, I'm appreciating it for what it is. Uh, I, I will say the actress that is playing um, the mother of Jessica Jones is phenomenal. Oh my goodness. Like she legit, there's some moments it's like, man, she's channeling like Lo, uh, Logan, like Wolverine. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like she makes these faces and everything. It's like, oh my gosh. But it's not, to me, it's not too much. It's, it's She's really trying to give a really good performance. And I think it actually stands out significantly can contrast to the other characters. Not that anyone else is doing bad. It's just, it's, it's just that that's strong to me. I don't know how other people, I've not really read much of other people's reactions to it um, purposely. So this is just purely my, my feelings about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, almost done with it. And I'm curious to see if when I do finish, uh, if there's any mention of some other tie-ins because aside from a one character kind of thing that happens, there hasn't really been a much as much as a tie into the larger Defenders universe. You know, not not teasing Defenders, but just that the world that they live in with these other characters. Um, there really hasn't been that much of a tease of it, um, aside from you know a mention and one character interaction, like I mentioned before, that that we see on screen. It's very Jessica Jones. You're very much just watching her story. So I'm hoping that it ends. It leaves us with more rooms for more plays of Jessica to go. And that I hope that we get some more um, tie into larger Defenders universe. And that's not the hand. That's something completely, uh, completely different. Just because that Iron Fist stuff, I don't think they should yeah. they should give too much attention yeah. to. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah. They they should stay away from Iron Fist. I I did I didn't have much fun with that. It was it was just. I mean, it's there to. It's a piece of the puzzle that needs to be there for yes. defenders, but 
definitely. I took a nap in one of the episodes, man. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I I I watched it like like I finished casual. I finished watching it casually. Like I would put it on my iPad and then I would watch you know an episode and while you know my daughter was playing around and that's how I watched it because I I, I really didn't care much for it. It was it was I, I had I had a lot of issues with it. I, towards the end, a couple of the uh, of the actors and the characters you know kind of grew on me but but it, it was it was fine it wasn't it wasn't super great right yeah man i want to hear your stuff because guys this is gonna be some fun stuff to get into obed yeah tell me what you've been up to man right. so, so before we jump into the actual craziness and and a lot that i want to say uh joel i, I spent about 10 hours with the Final Fantasy 15 Royal Update. Um, this is basically going through the new content they added for Chapter 15, and I'm I'm really curious to see what Chapter 15 looks like for someone that doesn't have the Royal Update. I'm assuming it's probably the same Chapter 15 that you you get with a regular game. Um, this uh, so. I mentioned before that I did the vessel and I did a couple things here and there, but nothing to to into the story and, and whatnot and well, the other things that they added. So to do this, I went into the menu. So when you finish the game, you get uh, several options. You get like a chapter, you get a chapter select, you get new game plus and whatnot, right? So I went on the chapter select and I went on chapter 14. So I started from chapter 14 since I'm level 103 right now, I'll super overkill. So I went back to chapter 14 because chapter 14, the first time you go in, if you go in like a level, I think I went in like a level 40, I, I want to say 45-ish, uh, maybe, you know, 40 to 45 maybe. Um, I, I want to say around 45 because I remember like towards the end, there's not many enemies for you to level up. There's there's really no way to, for you to level up towards the end uh, necessarily. So um, I remember just doing that chapter and just moving on. So I stopped in chapter 14 and I went in and since I'm, I was super OP, I actually basically, I killed everyone, everything in my path, like all the, <laughs> all those goblins and, and demons, they came up and uh, well, all the red giants and, and iron giants and one on it. And there's a, there's like a level 85 demon wall on, on the tunnel, on a tunnel. Uh, when you, when you start now, when about halfway through, uh, your, you know, po point A or point A and point B in, in chapter, um, 14, and and I was able to beat it. Uh, there's a couple of other hidden things. Um, uh, just thinking about it now, there's an area that I really wanted to go into that I totally forgot to go. But uh, but it's probably closed off. I think that area. Once you get to that area, it triggers the cutscene. The the cutscene that takes you over to the next area. So not many changes to chapter 14, but then chapter 15 starts. Holy crap, Joel! This is like completely new. Like this is like like from the moment chapter fifteen starts uh, up until the final boss fight, it's all new stuff. So it's a natural, complete dungeon with side quests, with you know has a mission structure. 
Um, it has a super boss. It has a, a level 119 um, super boss. Um, I tried to do some damage to it, but I, I just wasn't ready. I just saw it and and I tried to fight it, and 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 it was really hard. I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not really ready for it, so I'm just gonna continue on. Um, and then and then it happened, Joe. They added a sequence to chapter 15 after a boss fight where. I, and I'm not. I'm gonna go into mild spoilers. I really don't want to spoil it because this is new content that's out there, and this is not on on the regular chapter chapter 15. Man, there's a there's a sequence in in towards the end goal of of the of the chapter. Man, man tears because it was so good. It was so good. It was like this, and it was like so much emotional impact and the music and just the that that game is a gorgeous game in, in every system, right? It it doesn't matter where you're playing on, especially if you if you actually got the PC version, um, you got lucky because it's based on on Digital Foundry, is the best looking PC game ever. Um, and there's a, a there's a sequence show that is just so ah oh, man, man tears. And then I actually finished the game. It's like oh I'm just gonna go in and. Uh, finish the whole thing and, and watch the ending again. I, I don't think I think I watched the ending just once and that ending, man, because that ending is so good. Oh, you got me again. It's like, man, son of a bitch, you got me. <laughs> it was so good, man. Started, uh, started the, the water just came down. Oh, yeah, dude. I was holding, I was like, and just watching it play out. And the actual little tear came out of the side. I was like, oh. So good. That that ending is is, I I think you know I, I really really like the game, um, and then and I and it's one of those things. It's like, uh, it it's like the it was like the center of the Tootsie Pop, you know. It's like yeah, you enjoy the you enjoy the the you know the the actual crust of it, but when you get to the center, that's the, so that was kind of like the moment, right? Uh, I really liked the game. I finished it, and after I finished it, it's like I love this game. This is like one of my favorite games ever. That's yeah, so good, and that's that's before they added all this content. So, um, if you haven't grabbed the game, um, definitely check out that Royal Edition that came out because you get everything. You get all the DLC with, um, you know, you get the the episodes and and the Royal update. So definitely worth your your fifty bucks. Um, but Joe. I want to talk about, and I'm going to go into a, a rant view. That's a, a mix of a rant and a review of just Go for it. I want, I want to hear it. All right. <clears throat> Let me clear my voice. Here comes the Justice League rant view okay. invented by Obed. I, I want you to go all in and let, <laughs> let me hear everything you got to say, man. Uh, and and guys, we're going to go on a spoiler alert. So if you don't, got, if you don't want to get Justice League spoiled... Um, I highly suggest that you skip a few minutes and uh, just for your own sake. Anywho, Joe, I'm gonna rank the DCEU movies oh. in 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 order in what I think it's it's you know from best to worst, right? It's Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League. Smart man. That's the same lump, the same way I have mine listed. All right. So I I didn't like it. I I thought 
I think Batman v Superman is a better movie. I think Batman v Superman is a better shot. Um, I think Batman v Superman's is better directed. Um, I think. All right, so character development's great, right? Uh, DCU unfortunately does not have the luxury of the Marvel, which is establishing uh, characters. So character development on the DCU movies is is fine because they don't have character establishment. So like they they they're ten, they're trying to establish the characters after the characters have had an impact on their uh, on their. Uh, Cinematic Universe, the greatest, the best example I gave you is, is Wonder Woman. You know, Wonder Woman came out, Superman, then they did her movie with her backstory and whatnot. Uh, Man of Steel is not the best on the DCEU, but to not not the it's it's not the best movie in the DCEU. I think Wonder Woman's a better movie, but Man of Steel is my favorite. Um. <sighs> Joe, where do I start? Um, all right. I, I guess to before we go into the scenes, I, I just want to say that this movie felt soulless. Like this movie did not have a soul. And, and that's something that you can feel on the Snyder movies on uh, Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. Definitely on, on, on Wonder Woman. You can, you know, this movies have soul. This movie was butchered and it just died and and you got this and you got this corpse of a, of a movie um that oh joe by the way i saw i i i that i saw that scene that you were referring to about wonder woman uh when one scene she wasn't wearing uh a cape or or toga or something and so there is there is like there's some movement when she comes into the scene she's like putting pulling it over like she's actually pulling it as she's walking. Like she, uh, like she put it on during, you know, while she was walking on the hallway, and just so, because he felt like it. Yeah, that didn't bother me that much. Uh, <laughs> Henry Cavill's mustache. Um, it was really distracting on that opening scene. Um, after that, it it looks like it it was retouched because it just wasn't distracting. So after that, I didn't have a problem with with that at all. Um, it, to me, it just wasn't distracting. Um. But it's just that th this movie. All right, so Flash saved the movie because he was the only character in the entire movie that had soul, that brought something up that was funny, that felt human, and and uh, to me, he was my favorite character in the movie. I know that you sort of disagree with me because he was taking taken to like a com like a comedic point, but if it would have been it, it, man. Flash saved a movie for me. I was the only the only times that I actually like smiled was when he was on scene. Like everything else, I was just there and I was watching the movie. And I mean, uh, a, an awful villain. What an awful nothing villain, man. Um, what else? It, like this dumb guilt that that batman was feeling over the superman thing the way they brought superman back i had oh my god i told you 
it's like I had so many issues with all of the all of these things that are also they they cut the, like that first trailer that came out. Eighty percent of that trailer is not in the movie. Like the awesome trailer that was like a music video. I, I told you that as well. Oh my goodness, Joel. Joel, what happened? Why? Well, I, I, we all know what happened. It's Warner. <laughs> they don't care. They don't. They just want to, you know, send their movies out to die. And <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I'm, I'm seriously, I'm having my my rent view. It's it's it was, dude. I did not have fun. I watched it. My wife was watching it with me. She watched it, and she was like, "What's the name of the movie again?" <laughs> It's like, she better you should call it Wonder Woman too. You know? <laughs> See, and that's this is okay. Can I? You good or can I? I all right, because I I'm of your review, man. Um, bravo. I mean, that took a lot of that took a lot of restraint to even say. I'm sure even other things. So um, I, I can see that. You know, we're not we're not the sweaty nerds saying you know pick up their pitchforks and just fight a a fight that don't understand you we're trying to understand this movie yep um and so i'm not gonna say this movie i'm not gonna say that this movie wanted to be a disaster it just it became a disaster like you you yeah. can see where they were were the points they were trying to do well and then you can see where every just the financial aspect, the rushed aspect, the, the bad visual aspect. Because even the thing about the visuals, here's the thing about the visuals to me. It's like even the, the some of the bad CGI stuff that happens, you know, Cyborg, which I, I know you didn't even say, but I'm sure you probably feel like me, his look isn't that great. Um, yeah, he's too, he's too shiny. Yeah. That's, that's the problem I have with, with Cyborg is that he was too shiny. It's it's too rushed. Like he, the actors try to take it seriously, but then you look at like what he looks like, and it's hard to take it as serious. It looks like a looks like a like a like a PS3 texture. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but like you know, even with the CGI stuff, it's like I would push it a little bit more off to the side if the basis for these characters and, and the story that's going off was strong. I would push that off just a little bit because there's some movies I've seen where the CGI isn't that great. But I'm like, man, like this movie, like, you know, they really tried to do something really good with because of what they're doing with the story. But even the story, man, there is there's stuff. I mean, you just are like, you know, Steppenwolf, let's let's talk about it, man. Like, Dude. you know, he's he was such a nothing villain. And there was like no stakes. He's really strong, you guys. What are we gonna do? I guess we gotta resurrect Superman somehow, because this guy's too strong. And it, it, it it just was so weak. I think the most strongest aspect of the character is when they were trying to give us that backstory, that sequence where they're telling us about the war that happened ages ago. That was with cool. Man, Amazonian, and you know, like the gods and like you know the Atlanteans, and you know, you get that other little tease of another green character, and uh, like that's a really to me, I I love that. I, even the CGI is bad, but I just love what they're telling us, like in that that story. Like I, I liked that. I was like, yeah. okay, this is cool. That sequence was good, and and the other sequence that I liked was when uh, when Stephen Stephen Wolf first shows up uh, in Themyscira, and and that oh. sequence was the best sequence. Oh in the movie. my goodness, that's like the best action sequence. That famous how they're trying to keep him away from the box. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god, that sequence was really good. That was the only, that was my favorite part of the movie. Was Fantastic. that sequence? Yeah. 
fantastic. Like hands down, yeah, hands down. And that was the Snyder sequence because because of the costumes we know. Yes. So that was the Snyder sequence. Yes, Zack Snyder did did put all that together. That was a costume controversy. Yeah. Whole thing. But anyways, but like yeah. I know you what you say about the Flash, and to his his own. So uh, I'm totally gonna let you have that. That hey, that's totally fine. Um, I said it. I think on the one review when I when I said when we were talking about, I said like he's gonna be the character either you're gonna love him or hate him. Yep. He's not gonna be a character that's just widely accepted, and that's what he should have been. Um, yeah. That's what the issue that I have with him is that it's not um, it's not the actor or anything like that. I just felt that the way he was being portrayed was so so idiotic at points that it actually started to become obnoxious. And I've heard a few people say that like it just became like obnoxious at some points. There were points that I definitely laughed. I mean, I laughed in the movie theater, so I'm not gonna say like I just sat there. But then there was there was some points. It was just like, you know, like you're you're borderline making him like a like a just a, a straight up weirdo. And and I, I maybe I don't relate to that. I don't know. I mean, and mind you, I'm a nerd. I mean, <laughs> so so I should relate to it. But I just think I think that they could have maybe chilled it out a little bit more with this character, so I could have taken him more seriously. You know, they could have. They could have yeah, um, but. Uh, man, um, when when it goes to like the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray is fine. Looks great on 4K. Um, it looks like they did keep the long, uh, large format on it because it was displaying in 16 by 9 on my TV. It wasn't letterboxed, so it, it looked it looked good. Like visually, uh, even Stephen Wolf's like not you know mediocre CG looked fine. On, on, I mean, it could be the TV, it could be the, the disc, I don't know, but ah, Joe, what I, I needed to get that off my chest, man. Yeah, I'm it, glad you did. I mean, it, I it was I rough, think, man. It was rough. Again, we both can't, we can't try and compare it to Marvel. We're just talking about this movie. I don't want to try and compare it because it needs to be its own thing. Yep. But like, after watching this movie, Aside from, and obviously Superman and Batman have always been like characters that are like, you know, A-listers. There's not, no other superheroes that come close, like in popularity worldwide. But outside of this, like, do you did you really see like people get excited about some of these characters, like the way they are about, some people are about like Hawkeye or Ant-Man, you know what I mean? Like there isn't, there is not that hype around these characters or excitement to see more or demand for it i feel absolutely not wonder wonder woman is the character yes um ben affleck's batman sure but there really isn't that much of a demand and i think that's that's where they they, they just didn't give us enough for us to care about these characters that we want more yeah. some of it's portrayal and some of it's just bad storytelling yeah i don't i don't think people are people are going to care about um aquaman or flash or cyborg when they get their own movies those are going to be massive flops, in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think there's. Uh, I mean, Batman has a future if they if they take Batman away from you know the group thing and do his own set of movies again, like the Dark Knight trilogy. And Wonder Woman can do good on her own. Oh yeah. And I think Superman can do good on his own. To some extent, I mean, depending on who is, uh, you know, in charge of the project and whatnot. But again, I really like Man of Steel. Is a movie that to me has heart, has soul, 
The movie's deeper than people gave it credit for. The movie's deep, yeah. I I really like it. Um, Justice League. Ah, holy crap, dude. I don't... I felt bad after watching the movie. I just felt, like, empty. <laughs> because I really wanted to get excited. And I went with really low expectations. And I... And and even with that, I was just in some left parts, feeling nothing. Yeah. In some parts, my favorite parts of the movie was the end credit scenes, both of them. Those are just some of my favorite parts of the movie. So let's talk about that because I know that there's the the scene with with the Flash and and Superman, right? They're they're yep. flying off. Yep. Um, and remind me what was the uh, what was the other one? Because oh, there's the other one, one is is the League of Doom. So you have um, oh yeah, Luthor, Luthor, Luthor uh, and, and Destro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that that was good. That that yeah. last scene was good. Um, I was I was missing Jesse Eisenberg in the movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's how much impact it, it, it had that I just didn't remember what that. <laughs> Yeah, that's saying something. Although although the last scene on Thor Ragnarok was really weak too, like the the last one. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, I I don't know. I I am just not not really feeling what DC is doing. But we got to move along, man. Uh, So speaking of Justice League. Uh, this is that's not a hard transition. It's a hard transition, man. <laughs> we're trying to be nice. Uh, yeah, we, I, I, we, we guys, we're trying to be impartial, right? We're not, we're not cashing the the Marvel checks. It's, we're not. But holy crap, Joel, that Avengers trailer! How many times have you watched it? I've probably watched it like twenty five times already. <laughs> I, I like I... that. I like that trailer more than the entirety of Justice League. <laughs> Oh, that was savage, man. That was savage. Can't say I can't, gotta, gotta, gotta be honest, dude. Dude, if that movie lives up to what that second trailer is, we're in for maybe the best superhero movie. I know I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, Obed. You uh-huh. know that. Like I try and say chill. I I think we could be in for one of the, the best superhero movies of all time. Uh, as things stand from from the what we've seen in the past, it is it it has uh, characters being portrayed the way they're supposed to be being portrayed. It has a very significant story, right? The Infinity Stones and collection of these stones and why they're needed and the special abilities. We understand that stakes that are incredibly high. And it has a villain that, unlike most of the Marvel villains, outside of Loki, Obed, I think when they said the statement that they want him to be, well, they want Thanos to be Marvel's Darth Vader, I think that that's where they're going, man. Because I get that Darth Vader feel when when he starts t- monologuing about where he came from, what he wants to do about wiping out half of the, the universe. Yep. And then it, it's, it's really, I think they really did a great job with, um, having Thanos be really menacing, which was really missing from from Steppenwolf, is just uh, we. Hey, you know what? Uh, it's it's unfortunate, but we have to draw these comparisons. You know, this is a, a team movie. 
do you guys want us to be fair when it comes to this kind of things? We're going to be fair. Um, they really did a great job with portraying Tom Thanos as very, very menacing and strong and, you know, this powerful being and Titan and, and yeah, high stakes. Um, I still think that Iron Man's going to eat it. Um, I think Cap's going to be the one that, that saves everyone, you know, at the end. It's, ah, Joe. Also, just seeing Star-Lord and Iron Man on the same scene was just so good. So good, man. And For me, I, it was seeing, it was seeing uh, Iron Man and, and Strange again, like, together. Like, that's... That's I can't wait to see more of that. Yeah, it, it looks it looks fantastic. I I just I, like the first trailer was really really good, and you we talked about how awesome that first trailer was, and and how excited we were. It was like this is the first trailer times ten, right? This elevates it to like no, you know, yo, this is this is legit. This first is for trailer real. on steroids. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And again, there's like they're not revealing any story bits or anything. They're doing a really good job at putting everything out of place and out of context. And uh, it's just very smart marketing, right? It's just, Joe, I I, I am so excited, dude. Also, uh, it just a, a a quick leak that that came out was that um, apparently someone. Uh, got a hold or saw the credits list for the movie, and and the silver the Silver Surfer is uh, appears as one uh, as a character on the cast, um, no actor attached to it. So uh, that that person was decent enough to to not leak that out if this is real, right? Because we don't know if it's real or not. But Joel, I, I knew I know that you've mentioned this before to me personally that if Silver Surfer shows up, you're gonna lose your, your mind and something crazy is gonna happen. <laughs> I you know, like because we said personally, like I have told you that Silver Surfer is one of like the written like characters because we see what they've seen what they try to do with that one Fox movie, right? Yep. But like written wise in the comics, he's one of those characters that like he's up there in my top ten, I would say. As weird as that it might seem, like because he's not a very well known, he's more very sweaty nerd knowing character. But if he shows up in this movie, even for a hot sixty seconds, I will stand up in the middle of the theater, say yes, and sit back down. <laughs> and I apologize <laughs> to everyone around me in advance. Yeah, because um, I'm I'm gonna treat where the great assault where the rumor came from. Uh, it seems like there was some belief that it could be a post-credit scene from what I was seeing that some people are saying. Could be. Um, it'd be, be a great way of connecting worlds because that's where he comes from, right? That another, you know, the the herald of worlds, right? Yep. Um, but also in the the leak, the person says, yeah, I did see Brie Larson's Captain Marvel is also listed on there um, and that she's going to be in a post-credit scene. That's what yeah, also I came out. Apparently, what I, what I heard is that she her scenes were cut from the movie, and they're going to be reused in something else, and and she's just going to be a post credit. Um, but she'll be in Avengers Four. She'll be a major character. Yeah. Um, and then Joe, the other trailer that just dropped this morning, <laughs> the second trailer for Deadpool Two, man. Yeah, just uh, trailers, man. I, I, again, again, uh, with. 
this is what happens when when the studio gives the creators the ability to do the pro the project they want to do without them just messing around. Deadpool uh, Two was rumored that Fox was trying to put things in, like what they did with with the some of the X Men movies, specifically uh, to X Men Origins Wolverine, and and then there was pushback from the creators and uh, and from the stars, and it looked like it looks like it paid off because it looks really good. Uh, again, these trailers are are awesome. And and we saw we saw the X Force there, man. That's what I was gonna touch on because like he straight up says like we're the X Force. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He straight up is saying like you know this is who we are, and there's some jokes about it, whatever. But like I think that's the part to me that I didn't see coming. Like I I thought it would be like we're not gonna call you the X Force, but like we're kind of putting this thing together. No, they're jumping right into it, and they're saying that in the trailers that they're they this is a team, this is the X Force team. Um, so I think that's really interesting. That's really interesting because I didn't see that coming. And if you make an X Force movie, does that basically mean that that's like Deadpool three? Because that, that it seems like there's going to be more of an is a Deadpool movie that has the X Force. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like maybe they don't move forward with X Force and just make Deadpool three and make that like again another X Force like flawed X Force movie. I don't know. We'll see. It wouldn't surprise me if that's the case, especially knowing that now with the acquisition that's going on between Disney and Fox, that they take a route where they're saying, like, we'll let you finish a trilogy here and, tell, and have these characters before we kind of refresh it the way we want to image the X-Men universe, you know, kind of stuff. Um, we'll see. I mean, that's just pure speculation. And Iger himself said when they got the Fox deal that – you know, it's possible that we will have some rated R Marvel movies now because of this. Uh, he said that he because they understand the financial stance of, of Deadpool. I just think that they would obviously just kind of um, polish it to the sense of how it connects to, you know, the Marvel Universe in general. But it's interesting. Yep. I, I don't know if you heard. So after the trailer came out, um, man, I, and I can't remember where, where I read it. Um, there was apparently the movie was screened. And react uh, like it's been very positive. Like people are saying, you oh, know, it's 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 as good as the first one, if not better, uh, because they they're saying that the movie's real, real good. Um, someone that was asking some because it was screened with like you know big shot people, right? It wasn't just like a like a, a, a like a like a like a fan event or anything. No, it was I like do that. yeah, yeah. So it was it got screened at, at like an executive meeting or whatnot. Someone asked. Uh, the question about about um, Disney, and and they said there's a scene there's a scene in there that we did in the reshoots that we cut it out that has a cameo, and apparently it's an it's a it's a cameo from an MCU character. Um, so they're they're probably just gonna try try and tie this up, and and I'm assuming that for X Men. Um, Dark Phoenix, same thing's gonna happen. We're probably gonna get a reshoot with an MCU character with some sort of tie-in with with MCU, and that's like they're, they're gonna leave like these two movies be their own thing, and they're gonna put in a cameo from an MCU character, just trying to put stuff together, uh, and and that's a smart thing to do, right? Like the, you don't want to mess too much with uh, you know creative visions and whatnot. So 
I still think there will be a little bit of a soft reboot in some stances. Like they might be going one direction with the characters and they'll kind of move it into another direction. Still maybe the same people, but just kind of that Disney polish of, you know, you're not going to screw this up. They think long-term, you know, Disney. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely can. Um, Joel, we're, we're like super running behind us, behind our schedule here. So tons of stuff, we have tons of stuff, man. And, and we'll probably have to do like a lost episode again. Um, hey, this bother me. But um, Joel, do you wanna do you wanna talk about the Facebook stuff, or do you want to move on to something else, or you want to talk on that real quick? I'll touch on it really quickly, just because it is a really hot topic right now. Yep. Um, for those of you that are familiar, not maybe not familiar, uh, there is a scandal going on with data privacy in Facebook. Essentially, this agency called Cambridge Analytica, if I'm saying it properly, yep. they uh received millions of people's data from Facebook. Uh, it wasn't directly given from Facebook, but it was because of a developer having access to specific Facebook tools, having this data, giving it over to this agency who used it for certain political reasons, um, that that's what their job, that's what their job is. Um, to try and cater, you know, certain campaign kind of things towards certain groups of people. Um, but with that being said, Facebook and data sharing is not an uncommon thing. The issue that people have is the fact that if Facebook is saying like, hey, you, you have this data, you have to get rid of this data, you're not allowed to have this, well, that's what they did with this developer, they never actually follow through to make sure that this data was taken away and not being used maliciously or in ways that they don't agree with in their policies. So it makes Facebook look like they're just giving their stuff away and they're not actually policing it. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring this up in here is just the fact of like, I think some people are getting things a little bit out of place and not understanding like they, they're getting mad at Facebook and I can understand why. But I think what people have to understand is that places, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, Tumblr, um, any database kind of site, the way that they make their money is by selling your data. That's the way that they make their money. Yes, they have monetization and they have an event innovations but and stocks and all those kinds of things, sure, that go into the larger business scheme. But at the basis of it, how they begin is they're selling their stuff that they're selling your data to, to companies in China and these other places that use it for marketing purposes. Okay. So this person keeps clicking on, on, on clicking on pictures that have babies. Maybe they're pregnant. Let's start sending them uh, pampers, you know, flyers in the mail. Like all this stuff is connected. This is nothing new. This is NC and NSA kind of level stuff, right? This is the stuff that's <laughs> been going on for a while. And I think the reason I really want to bring up is it's like, um, be careful what you're doing on social media. Don't always get no get that mad at face Facebook and that kind of place because that's how they're going to make their money. And they, um, I think it's more um, sad that this other company didn't follow Cambridge Analytica, didn't follow the guidelines that Facebook put out there, and, and has abused um, the leniency. So now Facebook is going to have to drop the hammer down. If not, they're going to lose a lot, and they've already lost a lot of stocks. So there's a petition for people to delete their accounts. And it wouldn't have gained that much traction, but it's gone so bad that now Zuckerberg himself had to come on and do an entire interview on CNN 
I thought was very uh, interesting, and, and I'd recommend you watch it if you if you haven't yet. It's about 15 minutes. Uh, but with all that being said, um, that's kind of the the stuff that I, I know. Like we've talked about this before. Like I don't think people should be shocked about this whole data, my data, my personal information. That's how these people make money. It's just about policing who has it and how to use it. Um, that's an issue. So if you have a problem, if you're getting scared about, oh my goodness, my data is being leaked. That's been going on for a while, so I wouldn't get that concerned in that way. It's just more about the usage of it. Yeah, and in Facebook specifically, there when you when you initially create an account, <clears throat> excuse me, their their um, privacy settings are very loose, but people don't realize that that's something that you can adjust. Right, you can make your profile invisible to Google, and uh, you, you you can make your your profile private so only your friends can see it and you can be invisible on facebook itself like you can make yourself self-searchable or not or show up in certain things like you can manage all this stuff right and you can manage content access and you can manage all these like you know sharing options and tag options like for me tag options like that, that that's one of the first things i turned on back nine years ago when i created my first my, you know my facebook account um because I don't want this dude tagging me on his conspiracy theory videos. It's like, no. It's like, I get an alert, someone tagged in a video that you approve. Heck no. You know, that's what you, you get do. administrated. Exactly. So people don't realize that you have all these features because all oh, they're just, you know, giving their information willy nilly. Hey, it's not Facebook fault. You're, exactly. I mean, you're willingly giving out your information. You can manage it, but you're willingly giving out this information. I know, Jill, that I was targeted um, on on this batch of things because I, I you, we're not going to go very political, but you know my political views, and uh, and I've I got a lot of targeted ads from this this campaign that this that got this information. So, um, what do I do? I block those ads, but and that's it. That that was the and that was the end of it. So I, I started seeing these ads. I was like, I really don't care about this person. Haven't cared about this person since 1999. I'm just going to block those ads. Um, and you can, you can do that. You have the right to that. You can filter it. Exactly. So people didn't don't realize that. And you have those options. Those tools are there. People don't bother going into settings and start disabling things. So much but, work. But Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So much work. But no, I mean... I spent like every every few months. I go back to my privacy settings and I make sure that everything's the way I want it to be, and and just have to be sure that you that you you know upkeep your your information and you safeguard your data. I mean, it's you know always great to sign up for data protection. Uh, most decent credit cards out there have you know some sort of data protection. Uh, <clears throat> so if you have like a premium credit card, uh, you, you'll get you'll get like data protection included on your on, on you know on your card as as part of your, your your card benefits. But people don't realize that there's ways to safeguard your information. I mean, there's always going to be data leaks. Also, don't don't put all your information out there. Don't put your address, like complete date of birth, your phone number. Don't put this stuff out there. I, I don't. You don't. There's no need to. Why and, and, and think, oh, I'm going to go back and delete it. You, what you've deleted is never actually fully deleted. 
yeah. whether it's emails, we've learned that. Uh, whether it's you know posts, <laughs> whatever it is, you can't retract that stuff. Oh yeah, once so. once it's on the internet, it's always there. It's out. Like there's always a way to find it. Yeah. yeah. I be mean, wise, the only... yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. Be wise. Take some time. Go through your privacy settings and yeah, chill out. Be good. Yeah, exactly. Be a decent person on social media. How about that? How about that? <laughs> what a novel concept, right? I know, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Joe, do you want to talk about the gift that keeps on giving, meaning EA's Battlefront 2? Oh, I would rather you go in on this <laughs> one, man. I want to take a seat back and hear hear this because okay. now there is a whole saga, another episode in the Battlefront 2 story. Yeah, I think I think this thing I think this thing is finally winding down, Joel. Um, so so EA after the entire debacle, we we're not going to go back because we talk about it for like five episodes. Right? You can hear those episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's like check the episodes for like uh, mid November to like end of the year last year, and it keeps on memeing. That's the name of it. Yeah, meme that keeps on memeing exactly. So if you if you want to listen to that episode, um. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you know that, that was a huge rant in there, but as I mentioned before, I, I I really enjoyed the game. I I still play it. I didn't play it last week because I I you know devoted all my time to Final Fantasy, but uh, I'm planning to go back on it this weekend because they revamped the entire progression system. Yay! Uh, which was um, terrible. It was not great. Everything was. Attached to those loot boxes and um, and, and those uh, parts, those crafting parts, and all this crap uh, that you really didn't need, and just making it making progression a lot slower. Um, so they went ahead and they finally took all of that crap out. Uh, they went with a. This is the way I understand it because I haven't played the game uh, yet since this update came out. This update came out just yesterday. So I will definitely check it out um, over the weekend. But they they implemented a, a progression system much like the first Battlefront, where it's level based. Once you leave, once you reach a level, you'll unlock your, uh, you know, the uh, your your your, op- your weapon options or your you know power ups or whatnot for that level, and you just keep on rolling. That's it. No more crazy loot boxes, no more crafting parts, no more star cards crap, none of that. Um, they also went ahead and unlocked all the heroes, which luckily I did not unlock any heroes because I was not going to spend my credits in that. <laughs> I just get boxes, and I had most of what I wanted already, but I just kept getting boxes. Um, but... They finally unlocked all the heroes for the modes uh, that support the heroes. Uh, there are some changes to uh, to arcade. Uh, there's a Bespin uh, map. Uh, there's uh, there's some changes to the cargo missions. Uh, they they did a they did a lot of stuff, Joel. Um, four months was a very long time, in my opinion. If they would have rolled out this. Um, this update by in a year last year or before Christmas, um, we would have still be talking about Battlefront 2 and how great of a game it is. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, things take time. You know, these yeah. uh, the, 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 the whole loot box progression thing was, was so 
bad and badly implemented and so embedded into the game progression uh, that it took them four months to fix it. And uh, I'm glad they finally did. Maybe it's too late. Um, like I mentioned before, last time I played Joel, again, I got on a match right away. Like, no waiting. It was like, oh, you want to play a match? Here you go. There's a match for you. So, no issues, man. So, I'm hoping that this brings uh, a lot of people back. The game's again on sale on PSN for like 24 bucks this week. So, uh, the it's selling well. Uh, I think it did like number 17 on MPD for last month. So it's oh, wow, still that's pretty good. it's still trending. It's still trending. Yeah, yeah. it's still it's still trending very strongly. Uh, I think it was like the number seven uh, seller for last year for the entire year. So so it's it's it sold well. Um, there's there's a lot of copies out there. So yeah, if you guys are looking to get into Battlefront two, now's the time. And uh, now progression's fixed, so there's no excuses. It's a great game, man. Fantastic. No, I'm glad to hear that they they fixed it. You know, unfortunately, from a PR standpoint, the timing isn't great. It would have been greater to have been earlier, but interesting nonetheless, man. Uh, but I wanna, I wanted to uh, also say, I know um, you probably saw this that the numbers came out about the best selling consoles uh, for February since we're now in March, and they kind of go through that information and. Dude, PlayStation sold really well. Um, I don't have the figures in front of me, but PlayStation 4 is the, was the top-selling console for February, uh, and Nintendo still is breaking records for the amount that it sold for the initial um, beginning uh, of, of a console coming out to date. Um, it's one of the best launches that it's had for a brand-new console. So good news for them. Microsoft, unfortunately, not not good news for them. They, they're, they're really low in their sales for... For their Xbox One X, and uh, it's it's unfortunate, but but interesting nonetheless. That PlayStation is number one. I thought that maybe the Switch would pass it, but people keep buying their PlayStation Fours, man. Yeah, it's it's doing well. Um, we we talked about how great Sony is still marketing this machine. Uh, I don't know, Joel, if you've heard uh, the preview event that Sony did for God of War and what the impressions are for it. I've heard. Uh, yeah, it's, I did, people are saying that this is going to be another fantastic game. So they're killing it with, uh, their exclusives, uh, PSN's working. So hopefully it'll be okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, again, they, they, they're quiet. They just keep releasing content they're, the fans are happy with the product. Products high quality on on you know both ends, you know hardware and the content that they are putting out there. Uh, what was really interesting, Joel, is that the DualShock Four. I heard that um, was the number one selling peripheral of of last month. Wow! <laughs> yeah, like people are buying PS4 controllers like off the you know off the charts. So, good stuff, man. Uh, good, good for uh, PlayStation, and uh, they, 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 they're on a roll. They keep going. Uh, E3 is coming in soon. We'll, we'll see where it goes. There's a, a lot of uh, there's some E3 news that we want to talk about um, this a uh, little bit later on. But man, and the, the big thing again, Joel, is that Monster Hunter keeps killing it, bro. 
it's it was number one again for February um, for for both consoles, which is really impressive. Uh, like even even you know the Xbox guys are are enjoying the Monster <laughs> Hunter, and uh, Dragon Ball's number four, man. It, it it was number four right on their uh, NBA 2K18. I know that there was a fever pitch uh, for 2K18 last month because of uh, the 2K League and people were trying to get in and you know uh, this thing's going to be big business. So there was a rush to get the game. Uh, a lot of people on it. Um, and but yeah, Dragon Ball is doing really good as well. Um, and also Joel, Dragon Ball uh, dethroned. Street Fighter Five at Evo with the most entrance, and you and you predicted that happening I, yeah. just from the sense of when you playing and comparing the two. So now seeing that happen, you know, from a recognized recognized from a public standpoint, it's surprising. Yeah, um, yeah. So far, so far, Dragon Ball's number two for uh, for twenty eighteen Monster uh, Monster Hunters uh, number one, but yeah, good stuff for for everyone. You know, the industry is growing. Uh, just if you want to transition over to our next topic, Joe, uh, I mentioned in uh, one of the earlier podcasts that Microsoft's floor space at E3 is going to be relatively small. Um, the reason is that Microsoft is basically moving out of the venue. Uh, they are opening their own uh, separate event. Uh, they're doing like a fan fest, kind of like... Um, like PSX, yep. yeah. So they're doing an Xbox Fan Fest, and uh, they are they are going to do it on a separate venue. Uh, that's the reason why they're not going to be uh, at the show floor. It's very interesting that they're going to have a Fan Fest because there's not really a what. Uh, mm. It would be better to have had the E3 audience. That's a more diverse audience and pull more fans in than yep. say existing like, cater to existing fans. Yeah, like this is gonna be for the hardcore guys and and no one else. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and they're gonna and they're, they're gonna basically the the space that they are keeping at the show floor, they're going to uh, dedicate to uh, their um, their streaming service, to Mixer. So, uh, which I heard's good. I heard great things about Mixer. I heard the quality is real good. You can stream on, uh, you know, at 4K. Those guys are really have really robust infrastructure. So right, their hardware is really good. Yeah, so that's basically going to be their 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 main space at E3 itself, and then they're going to have a separate a separate venue. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see where this goes. Interesting move. Um. I think at this point they're just playing retention. They they need to retain their hardcore fans because that's what's keeping uh, that Microsoft games games division uh, afloat, basically. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But um, I'm really excited for this year's E3, Joel. I, I like there's something there's something in the air, Joe. It's got me really intrigued, and I am really excited for this year's. I'm too. I can't wait, man. I want to be surprised, and maybe we'll have some hardware surprise too. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely see with that. Uh, and and Joel, the last piece of news that I have um, is Toys for Us. We didn't talk about it last week, but um, Toys for Us filed for uh, Chapter Eleven bankruptcy a few months ago, uh, around six months ago. Uh, they weren't able to 
um, put their debt uh, on uh, on good stand, I guess, with the auditors, and uh, they filed for Chapter Seven, which is uh, liquidation. So, but something interesting happened today, though. So I'm going to talk about that. Um, so you know, very very sad that that Toys R Us, the ones you know, uh, giant of uh, toys and video games, yeah. uh, is is in suffer of shape. Uh, I'm pretty bummed. Uh, I really enjoy the store still. I go there with my daughter every other week almost, and uh, she loves the store. She goes there and says, oh my god, it's awesome! And eh, touching all the toys and whatnot. Um, so uh, bummed about it. Um, it's a piece of my childhood that, you know, uh, kind of goes away. I still remember the first time I went to a Toys R Us is when they opened in PR. was in 91, and Super Nintendo was coming out, and they had the demo unit with Super Mario World. <laughs> I'm thinking you're going to – I'm sorry. Just stop for a second. You're yeah. saying I, my first experience, and I'm thinking you're going to say, like, oh, I went in there, and, you know, I got this really cool, you know, robot man or something <laughs> like no man, this is a Nintendo. <laughs> oh, dude, it was like Super Nintendo came out and they had a huge banner, the Super Nintendo, right across the the entrance. And they had and and back back in the day, they had they had like demo stations inside like a glass wall, dude. And when I saw Super Mario World running the the uh the attract mode on on Super Mario World running, dude, I almost cried. It's like it's like this looks so pretty. And look at those colors. It's like Mario's actually like blue and red, and oh my god! Yeah, I couldn't handle it. It was so good, man. Um, but yeah, uh, that was my first, you know, experience at Toys R Us. Also, Ninja Turtles. Okay. I remember. Okay. I remember. I remember. We went and got a and got and my dad got me a bunch of Ninja Turtle stuff back then. See, that's uh, that's how I thought you were going. Okay. No, but no, that, that totally, <laughs> but, totally proves but, the calendars. <laughs> like to me, I have fonder memories of KB Toys because uh, that was like my local store. Yeah. That's where I spend most of my time. Uh, which is interesting that they said that they may get back in if Toys R Us leaves because uh, the company that owns the name, I guess, has a lot of money and they can get into the space. Uh, but today, Joe, uh, uh, something interesting happened because they were going to start their their liquidation sales today uh, in, I believe, 160 of their stores. The ones. They announced originally that we're closing, right? And people showed up, and then there was no sales, no liquidation sales. It's like no, no sales, wow. and it's been suspended. And uh, apparently, what happened, Joel? And I don't know the name of the guy, but the guy that invented the Bratz dolls that were that I guess still very, very popular. That were very oh, popular yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Um, I guess the guy is actually a billionaire uh, after the whole Bratz thing. And and he offered to buy up some of the debt. Hey, that's awesome. That's so, a nice move. So we'll see where this goes. So the next couple of weeks are going to be really interesting. So we'll if, see where. If, we'll if see where he does goes. that instantly, like people are going to love this. Like there, that's yeah. great publicity for him and for Toys R Us. Like that would be great. Yeah. Also, the founder of Toys R Us passed away today at ninety four. Today at ninety four, a week after the announcement. <clears throat> of this. Yeah, like, that's. That's tough, man. It, it's tough, yeah. It's real tough. I was like, you could say he probably died of a broken heart, you know, something, something that know. happens, man. He was still a kid at heart, probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, Jill, um, that is all I have this week, unless you have anything else. 
No, man, I don't really have anything else. I mean, we covered a lot of a lot of really crazy stuff that happened. Last week was the forgotten episode. This week we just hit it right in. So it was a, it was a fun one. But I will go ahead and sign us out of here, sir. Right. So, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Low Time. We really appreciate it. We want you to stay connected with us by following us on social media at No Low Time. It's at No Low Time. You see it right below. Well, actually, no, you don't see it below me. Usually you do in the episodes, but I don't have that that on today. <laughs> Anyways, at No Low Time. It's easy. At No Low Time. Uh, you, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. And if you are also listening to us via podcasts, you know, our audio versions that are available on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes, if you are uh, listening to those plays, please, please subscribe. Especially if you're an iTunes subscriber, we're going to ask if you could please drop us uh, a review that helps us out. In addition to that, we also want you to know if you're watching us, the video version right now, we are on YouTube. Yes, that's us. And if you haven't, if you're listening, go ahead and follow us on YouTube. Watch us and uh, subscribe to our channel, like our videos, drop a comment. Feedback is appreciated. And as it relates to feedback, you can also shoot us an email. We've been getting a few emails more recently to nolowtime at gmail.com. That's nolowtime at gmail.com. We welcome your emails and we welcome your comments, feedback, comments, feedback, suggestions, questions. Um, we could maybe even address it here on the show. You never know. But uh, we till next time, guys. Thank you so much, and we look forward to talking more on Nolo Time in Episode Forty One next. Thank you, guys, and you have a great weekend. Bye.